Welcome back, everybody, to the From the Stands podcast. I'm Alec Wojcik here with Alex Rodriguez. Yes, and the semifinals of the conference finals have officially ended. Um, Alex, you must be in a very, very, very happy mood. <laughs> Come on, man. You ain't even got to tell me twice, man. We're, we're already uh, going to the Western Conference Finals, man. Who would have thought about it, man? Especially when we finished, uh, what, 13th, 14th last season? Now heading into the Western Conference Finals to play LAFC in LA. Man, I am ecstatic, especially because I knew if we would have went to Seattle, we would have been out. But we have a chance. We have a chance against LAFC. So, look, man, I'm I'm through the roof. Supporting Kansas City fans are definitely going to be upset. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I ain't going to be upset. I ain't going to hold no no emotions for them. You know, we move on. So, Well, I guess uh, congratulations, as much as it hurts me to say it. But, <laughs> you know, you know, that's what happens when you have a back a back office or front office, I guess you will, uh, who's ambitious. Even though they did hire Greg Olson, Ben Olson. Ben Olson, yeah. My bad. I'm thinking no, of you're good, you're good. another shitty coach with the name Greg. You're good. You're um, good. But, Don't get it confused with Ben Olson, man. He, he's a star. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, a competent front office who actually wants to win stuff. They go out and get Hector Herrera. They build a squad around him that's actually good. And they mm -hmm. get a coach that I guess was underrated. A lot of people writ wrote him off because of what happened at D.C., but here, here you guys are. But before we get into Houston Dynamo, okay, the United States men's national team is coming to San Antonio out of all places, San Antonio, Man. Texas, in January to play Slovenia. Am I correct? Yep, Slovenia uh, here in San Antonio, Texas at Toyota Field. Uh, Toyota Field, right? It might be Toyota. I don't know. Park? Dude, no, I, wait, no, because you're Toyota Park. No, we used to be Pizza Hut Park, man. Yeah, those are the days. Now nah, it might days. be okay. It's a Toyota Field, Toyota Stadium. It's one of those. I'm pretty sure it's... we're Toyota Stadium and they're Toyota Field. Yeah, there you go. There I you don't go. know either one. Both crappy stadiums. Anyway, but <laughs> the United States men's national team is coming to play Slovenia in San Antonio at Toyota Field, home of San Antonio FC. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird be... one though, right? Like, that's why did they choose weird... San Antonio over like Dallas, Houston? Austin, I don't know. Maybe I think I don't think it's weird that they're playing in San Antonio. I think it's weird that they're playing at Toyota Field out of all places, which <laughs> their capacity is what ten thousand people. If yeah. even I don't know, but I hopefully will be in attendance. Alex, I'm sure you will because you I know, will be there. I I live in San Antonio, so I will for sure be there. And we're gonna we're gonna we're live gonna off of our name from the stands and be there. And we're going to be in the stands. We're going to be talking <laughs> to fans. We're going to be recording. We're going to get the whole experience. Hopefully, it's a good crowd. Hopefully, it's actually marketed well um, in San Antonio. So, I'm, I'm sure the stands will be packed. It should I'm be. Sure I mean, in previous years, it was, at, uh, it was at the Alamo Dome. Uh, I don't know if you remember when the U.S. would play Mexico. Um, but, I mean, at the, at the Alamo Dome, we had good attendances. So, I, I believe here, hopefully, we can sell it out. Um, especially because San Antonio is in dire need if they want to have maybe an MLS expansion. Yeah, the there needs to be, like, if you are a fan of soccer in San Antonio, you need to come to this game to show people that, hey, San Antonio actually has fans. They have people who are interested in <laughs> soccer. So, <laughs> actually, I, I, I say fans because, like, 
let's be honest. Whenever we have gone to San Antonio games, they what? They were packed on opening day. Maybe. They were actually packed. Like they San Antonio on actually has day. fans. If you do but, not watch the USL, like San Antonio or SAFC is one of the better attendances in the league. Uh, of course, you got to compare to like Louisville, but. At the end of the day, uh, hopefully SAFC, you know, sells out that game and hopefully provides a decent atmosphere for I, uh, for I believe will probably be our under twenty threes and reserve squad. I hope it's the I hope it's a actual lineup that has potential to be in the actual first team of the US M- NT. Not just some random MLS people that they decide to call up, cause that. Oh, dude, you we're gonna get Griffin Dorsey in there, man. Our, our oh. right back, he's gonna be playing in that game against Sylvania. That's gonna be a nice one. Darlington Nagby is gonna make his return. Yeah, Why are you say that. He's he actually a good player. Say, I know he is. He didn't think I was gonna say that name, huh? That was just a random, <laughs> random name I popped up. Uh, but Dorsey's anyway, come back. Anyway. Be there in San Antonio. Hopefully we are there. We'll be recording, hopefully talking to a lot of fans. It's going to be a great time. But let's move on into what has happened over this past weekend. Starting out the Eastern Conference, I'm not going to lie. Me and Alex don't watch a ton of the Eastern Conference stuff. I mean, oh. I caught I caught both of the games, but nothing special happened. Uh, Columbus was already winning against Orlando. That was a shocker. I mean, Orlando sta- Orlando Stadium was packed. Yeah. They have such a like we said before, they have such a good fan base. Everybody, there's a ton of interest in this team. And unfortunately, they couldn't get it. They couldn't get it done. They had an early red card and Columbus capitalized on that. Yep. And Columbus just uh just sought out the game the rest of the way. Well, I mean, they sold, man. They got the they got the red card. Um, and then of course the 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 goal. But I feel like when Orlando was pushing for that last minute equalizer and you have Gaese all the way like in the midfield, you're just bound to lose 2-0 when you still have just a little bit of time left. And that's exactly what happened with with the crew knocking out Orlando. It's unfortunate. Orlando, like I said, they've had a great season. They won a trophy mm-hmm. last year. This year was kind of, eh. I mean, they still made it to this far in the conference uh, finals. But hey, who knows what they'll do next year? Maybe they'll add some star power. There's a lot of free agents on the market. I don't know who they're going to go after. Definitely not Josef Martinez because he hates Orlando, if anybody remembers while he was in Atlanta. Funny stuff. But anyway, so I got that prediction wrong. If you remember from last episode, I predicted Orlando to go through. I think everybody else did as well. Maybe Columbus is just going to be one of those like surprising teams yet again because they did that the last time they won the MLS. I mm-hmm. believe they're surprising. I can't. My memory can't remember that far back. I don't know. If you, <laughs> I don't know if you have any recollection of that. But yeah, it was very random. Columbus has is one of the one of the cities that has a lot of support towards their team. I mean, the whole Austin situation. Their owner wanted to move the team to Austin. That didn't happen. The fans stuck around. Columbus, man, they have a ton of support behind them. So who knows how far they can go? I mean, they play Cincinnati next and. I guess we can move on to Cincinnati. No surprises. No surprises, really. Yeah, man. Like Cincinnati no. was going to win all the way. No, that's exactly what I thought. Cincinnati uh, was just dominant on top um, for for the majority of the chances. But Philadelphia really did put in a good shift in Cincinnati. I think it was it was almost like a like a boxing match of just trying to find the the team who is going to have the right opportunity. Um, and Cincinnati, of course, they had a very controversial goal. I believe it was offside. Maybe half the league <laughs> believes that as well. It was um, it Yeah. Was 
And so, I mean, look, I think the the better team uh, always always puts their chances away. We, but I know we're not into LAFC yet. But that's exactly what happened with LAFC. Cincinnati does the same thing, uh, puts them one 0 in front, and with just a little bit of time left for Philadelphia to to get a chance. But at the end of the day, um, like I said, uh, very very box to box, but uh, Cincinnati pulled through. Yeah, and like I said, very controversial goal. I think it was offsides. I think the rest of everybody else, the neutrals, especially Philadelphia fans, they are livid right now because oh, they yeah. probably they probably got robbed. They probably no, they got definitely robbed are. I, I believe they the did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean to to, uh, to go to Cincinnati and just uh lose one nil is isn't isn't something you should be too upset about um i mean especially with philadelphia already having a successful year i think they had more points than they did last season or more wins so i believe they're going to keep going on the same track i don't think they're going to change much heading into next season so uh, i think it's just it was just one of those games where you're playing against a really tough opponent away and you just fall victim to that yeah a lot of i mean some changes will come to philadelphia obviously kai wagner he's not going to stay i mean it's like I, I compare this to the NFL. Alex, I know you don't watch a ton of the <laughs> NFL, so you don't know the ins and outs of it. But the main thing is, is that nobody wants to pay running backs a lot. Nobody wants to pay, pay running backs a lot of money. And that's how a lot of people are with, I guess, defenders. And like I said, goalkeepers in the MLS, no one wants to pay them really, really big money. That's the same thing with Kai Wagner. He doesn't, he's not getting another contract. He wants to be paid a little bit more. I think he deserves it. He's one of the better left backs in the league. And I don't know. Philadelphia doesn't want to do it. So if there's another MLS team out there uh, who wants a really good left back, um, he's on the market. If he stays in the United States, of course. Then mm -hmm. Bedoya, I'm pretty sure he's not going to stay. Um, yeah. If I remember correctly, he's staying. Philadelphia captain, their legend, whatever you want to call him. But Philadelphia, I'm sure we'll be back. But let's move on to the one thing that Alex is most happy about. Houston Dynamo on, are going through to the <laughs> the Western Conference Final <laughs> against LAFC in Los Angeles. And like Dude, like you said at the beginning, you're very excited. Can you believe it, man? Like, can can you actually believe it? Like, I'm trying to think of who is a bigger underdog right now, Columbus or Houston. Um, to I to think, get into the I final, I think you guys. I think we are right. I just feel like, like who would have thought, after like the long drought we've had, um, and then just to change it around so quick in the season, I think, uh, you got to give props to the to the new ownership, uh, and um, what's his name, Ben Ben Olsen. But at the end of the day, you know, without the majority of changes we made, we're not getting this far. Uh, but you know, let me let me talk a little bit about the game. Um, I think I was very nervous about Sporting Kansas City's uh, counterattack, which I think is what really, um, which is really what did it for St. Louis. And so us being a similar possession uh, possession based team, I figured we were going to fall victim to that, especially at home. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we we what Ben Olsen said was he really wanted to attack uh, or um, defend at certain moments in a press um, in which caught Casey off guard. I think we did it perfectly. We had a great, we actually counterattacked them, uh, which was great to see. Um, and I don't think Casey really had anything 
moving forward or going forward attacking us. So for me, I was I was just really happy overall. I don't think Casey really even posed much of a threat until the last 10 minutes when they really knew they had to start bombarding things forward. So let me read out some things to you. I'm sure you know them as a Houston fan. But the last time you guys were in this similar situation, that was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, and you know who you lost to? You know who knocked you out? Uh very KC? easy. Yep. Yep. KC. Yeah. 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 Knocked you out on aggregate. And then well, from there, I... you guys went into the slums. Yep. You guys went to <laughs> arguably one of the worst teams in M- in the MLS over the past 10 years or so, besides 2017, I guess you could say. But mm-hmm. from that moment in 2013, you guys didn't qualify for the playoffs. 17, you made it to, I think, the conference semifinals. Mm-hmm. And then from 18, 2018 until 2022, you guys did not qualify for the playoffs at all. One of the largest or like the longest droughts in playoff history in the MLS. Mm-hmm. And then for three years, dating back from last year all the way to 2020, you guys finished 25th. <laughs> Out of how many teams? I don't know. They just keep adding. <laughs> they keep adding teams in for fun. Yeah. So, a lot of teams, but you basically you finished bottom every single year. And now well, like, you guys are you guys won a trophy this year, and now you're into the Western Conference Finals with the chance to go back to the MLS Cup. Mm-hmm. So, dude, I mean, look, I feel like that was something that I was really excited for coming into this match. Though was beating Sporting Sporting Kansas City. If I knew if we beat Sporting Kansas City, we're going to gain so much momentum after they dominated St. Louis. Um, I was extremely nervous, though, but I'm incredibly happy that we're able to pull through, especially in a rivalry. I'm not sure how much it means to the players, but for the fans, it means a lot considering the history we have with Sporting Kansas City. Um, and then to now playing against LAFC, in which we won, we won against twice this, this year at LAFC and home. So for me, I'm feeling honestly confident that we can make it to the MLS Cup. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk more about the game. I'm just, I'm here to listen to you talk about it, man. I mean, you're the Houston no. fan. This is hurting, <laughs> this is hurting my ears because you know, my team will never, <laughs> never be in this situation. Well, look, man, I was just extremely happy with the front line. We had uh, Nelson Quinones. He had an incredible first half. He was really putting, uh, I think it was uh, Davis as the right back for Kansas City. He was putting him in a blender. It was he was outstanding, taking shots. Uh, it was incredible playmaking. Um, and then along, uh, just combining with Hector Herrera just made it amazing to watch, really just tearing apart Kansas City's right back uh, or right wing. And then as soon as we we find we don't find any opportunities there, we'll switch the field going on to the um, the right side and to Griffin Dorsey and Griffin Dorsey just will just knock it by a player combine with uh, Karaskia a few times, sometimes take a shot, get a crossing. You just never know. I feel like it's unpredictable on, on either wings. And then you have the creativity of Hector Herrera, Coco Karaskia, and then uh, Artur in the midfield. And, it, and they're also very reliable defensively. So for me, I'm feeling very solid playing against Acosta, Ilié, and whoever else is going to play in the midfield for LAFC. Um, I feel like this is a very um, one-for-one ratio against uh, the former MLS Cup champions. And if 
even if we do lose, I'm still feeling confident that next season we can sign another DP and possibly uh, buy out one of our DPs now and uh, add another. So honestly, everything is just looking, you know, high for us. And yeah, man, I'm just I'm just excited. I just I was I was this close, like very so close to buying my ticket going to L.A. But you know what? I was like, you know, what? let me let me let me relax. Let me relax. I feel like it would be more worth it to go to the MLS Cup final. You know, but that's the thing, though. You just never know if anything is guaranteed. Obviously. You, know? you, never, you never know if you're going to, you know, go see, your, go see your team and they lose in L.A. and you're just sitting there with your Dynamo shirt on looking like a cook. The only one. <laughs> yeah, the only <laughs> the one. The only right? Houston Dynamo fan in there. <laughs> well, you guys really don't have a great track record when it comes to Los Angeles uh, in terms of finals. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, all right, you didn't have to say all that. Yeah, I know my history, man. All right, do you want to talk about LA Galaxy then? Uh, how LA Galaxy. We... Oh, damn, man. Twice. This, this hurts. This hurts. Twice. Two back, back, to back. to back, man. Back to back, back yeah. To back. Can you imagine that? Like, think about it. Think about it, right? I, I, I felt it. I don't have to imagine it. No, 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 no. Listen, man, listen. You won it in <laughs> 2006 and seven. okay? You yes. guys. You know what? I also want to bring this up, too. You know, Houston isn't all they say to be, okay? You guys are the San Jose Earthquakes 1.0. You know that? You know I don't that? know if San Jose isn't making a comeback like us right now. No, okay. So, history lesson <laughs> for you again. Okay. The San Jose Earthquakes moved to Houston. Yes, yes. Okay, so you did know that, okay. I did, yeah. I should have thrown that in there. I found that out today. So, <laughs> that's why I wanted no, to say yeah, that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But, LA Galaxy beat. You guys twice in the MLS Cup final. It was in Carson, California. Because yep. remember, LA Galaxy, they don't play in LA. So, yeah, man, you guys don't have a great track record when it comes. I know, to I know. What was that? 2012, 2013? 20 something. 11, 12, maybe. Yeah, man. That those were those were the glory days. But uh, this glory I don't days know, of man. losing back to back finals. Yeah, <laughs> really good, man. You guys were this close. <laughs> twice <laughs> and he still lost how but many no, no. was all right fine go ahead all right you don't gotta bring that up man we we know <laughs> what the answer is we know what the answer is i can't yeah. use the argument that we have the same amount of trophies anymore i can't do it you're one ahead okay. of us but so for la you are you hopeful are you hopeful that you can get it because think about it lafc during the time when you guys played them they were in all these I, different competitions. I, yeah, I understand. Yeah, injury ridden. Mm -hmm. They were had to rotate. They couldn't rotate. All this other stuff didn't have enough depth. Mm -hmm. But you're coming off a team that just beat Seattle. In, in Seattle. Seattle. Yep. They have fresh legs. They're healthy. Bawanga, Vela, Vela's playing good. LAFC mm -hmm. fans want to extend his contract. They want the club legend to retire in LA. You got Bawanga who just scored. He's going to be looking for another goal. Um, then you have well, a really good a really good overall team. And you're going to LAFC, which is a very hostile environment, and it's not going to be easy for you. So what are, you, what are your thoughts behind? What are your thoughts look, about that? Look, man, I feel like you don't make it to the, in the final for, for no reason. You know, you don't, you don't beat good teams. You don't adjust to teams. And just all of a sudden don't make it right you got to have some momentum moving forward we did really well building up our momentum i think we had we had a couple opportunities where we could have easily been knocked out earlier uh in the playoff series against rsl 
And then uh, we could have easily fell asleep against Kansas City and just a one game and a one game match. So honestly, I I'm not worried at all. I understand LAFC has big names: Carlos Vela, uh, Danny Buanga, uh, Crepo played outstanding in in uh, Seattle. I'm actually he's the biggest like worry I have honestly because he was like unbeatable. I think every Sounders fan will say that he was he was incredible. Um, but had um, and then uh, Chiellini, uh, I think if we can expose him, it'd be great. But I know, but like I said, I think our midfield is one for one. Um, I think the biggest difference really is going to be how well we defend uh, Danny Buanga and Carlos Vela um, and how well we can take our chances. But at the end of the day, man, we, we don't get this far without, you know, without it being an accident. So I, I just believe we're going to keep keep building upon this momentum and take it to LAFC. That's fair. That's fair. And who knows? What do you think the, because I mentioned this again, when you guys did play LA Galaxy in those finals, you had a good amount of people there supporting Houston. You guys yep. actually had a whole corner full of Houston Dynamo supporters. Mm-hmm. You think the the traveling fans are going to be that that excited to all go? I think they'll be there. I think uh, anytime you're playing in a final, they'll be there. Especially when I was at Inter Miami, uh, I think maybe most fans thought they were going to see Messi. But they didn't. But at the end of the day, I I still am happy to see the amount of orange I saw in a whole like section um, by all the Miami fans. And as at at one point for me, they were louder than the Miami supporters. It may not be much of a surprise, but I think to have that sort of fan base and considering what we've um, kind of built uh, or, you know, how the how the league recognizes the Dynamo um, and their fans or our fans is that we're not very supportive or anything like that. So I think for us to really have away fans to even show up in Miami um, and still, I think, have a great turnout last night, we could definitely have supporters in LA, you know, from from people who support a long time ago, but just kind of gave up, you know? Yeah, I would give up on this team too. No, yeah. for sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, man, at the end of the day, you just, you, you can't give up. You just gotta keep, you gotta keep supporting your team. Yeah, it's tough times, you know. Sometimes you don't want to support, you know, your team. Dude, but you got you got to remember the amount of crap I took from you when we, <laughs> when we lived in England together and how much you just dogged on my team and I couldn't say anything. And now yeah. and now now looking forward, I don't mind it at all. Well, yeah, man. Like I said, one's front office is smart, the other one is not. So maybe one day, <laughs> well, maybe one day it will change, but who knows? But moving on to Seattle versus LAFC. Obviously, LAFC came through. They are hosting Houston in the next round. Seattle dominated this game. 70% of possession. Yeah. 16 shots compared to LAFC 7. But one of them took their chances and the other one didn't. Jordan yep. Morris had a one-on-one. He beat everybody. He used his speed. I guess he's fast again. I don't know. I mean, man has a torn ACL or two. I don't he's know. He's like he's the fastest fridge I've ever seen. He's massive. He should yeah. not be able to run like that. But yeah. he missed the one-on-one chance. Uh, like I said, Elliot, or like you said, LAFC's goalkeeper played amazing. He stopped that shot, and then just Bawanga out of nowhere just carries the ball. He gets a pass from the midfield, carries it all the way, and then just rockets it mm-hmm. <laughs> into the net. Dude, and- it was it was an amazing goal. 
it was it was amazing. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I mean, watching that, I was just I knew if if we were to overstep that defense or you know overstep our lines, dude, we're we're screwed. We're screwed <laughs> with him. Uh, but look, man, you know, like like, like you said, Kripo was he was just outstanding. Like every chance LAFC or Seattle had, he was he was on top of it. It was just volleys coming through left and right. It was just like one on one opportunities he was saving. He get like you know shots getting blasted in front of his face, going in between defenders, and he was he was just he was stopping it. And I was like, you know what? Fair enough. You know, if you have a goalkeeper like that, you got to be confident to let Chiellini play almost 90 minutes or 90 minutes if he did. Um, it, it's insane. So, I mean, fair play to Seattle because they, they really, I think they really did well possessing the ball, but they didn't do, but, you know, like you said, you got to take your chances as a big team. And LAFC, LAFC did that with just two shots on target. Yeah, so Seattle... Look at where they were at the beginning of the season until now. I mean, it's a good accomplishment. Obviously, they couldn't get it done. I mean, they are one of the stronger teams in in the league at this point in at this point in the season. And LAFC just took their chances, like you said, like we said, and they came through with the win. And now LAFC plays Houston, Seattle. Goodbye. You you mm-hmm. went you went home. And it was I guess it was sad for Seattle because I think two of their players are. Club legends really, yeah, are not I mean, not coming back, which is yeah. Um, Nicholas Ladero was saying how uh, you know he's extremely sad, didn't want to let the team down, but you know that's just life, and so I, I'm pretty sure we're gonna see his retirement post soon. Uh, that's pretty sad for how long he's been with the club and really changing or really creating a dynasty with the Sounders, um, as well as um, Raul Ruiz Diaz. Um, I think everyone in the league fears him, no matter what. You as oh, soon as yeah. you see Rui Diaz step on the pitch, you just know you you're gonna hold on for dear life. Mm-hmm. So he played his last match, and you know I I, th- I think it's the end of a dynasty, but we know that Seattle is still gonna build upon it uh, with even better players. They're an attractive team to play for. So whoever enters no, the whoever enters the off season as a free agent and whatever other situations, I don't exactly know all their DPs, but. Who Seattle would you can say? From the, what? No, I was I was gonna say who would you say has the best atmosphere in the MLS? Because for me, it's either Seattle or Portland. Mm. I would have to go with LAFC, honestly. Really? Even I mean, even after Cincinnati. I mean, it's just bandwagon at this point. I mean, I think <laughs> you and I both agree that we bandwagoned LAFC ever since they came into the league because they're, yeah. they're such an attractive. Just such a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. So, but in terms of atmosphere, I it's hard. I mean, Cincinnati is just a different environment. I yeah. mean, it's freezing cold there, man. It's cold. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to go there. So, yeah, who whoever wins, like, I think Cincinnati is going to go through. If they don't, that's a shocker to me because who would have yeah. thought? <laughs> but I guess, uh, yeah, man. So, Cincinnati going to go through. They're going to host it no matter what, unless they lose, obviously. Then either you or LAFC is going to have a very tough time there because oh, yeah. Yeah. it's going to be cold. Their stadium is going to be absolutely packed. It's always been packed. I've seen mm-hmm. some people on Twitter who are like, oh, these are like fake fans, plastic fans. They were selling out their stadium when they were in the USL. <laughs> yeah, man. They, they've they been of- doing it since. They've been doing it since they've been in the league. 
and Cincinnati, like, like in terms of the just the city, the fans of their sports and everything, they've gone through some terrible times, man. Cincinnati was one of the worst teams in the MLS ever since they got an expansion team. Still had tons of support. Say Cincinnati Bengals, terrible franchise, man, until a couple of years ago when they started doing good. But mm -hmm. everybody stuck behind them. So their stadium is going to be absolutely sold out. It's going to be packed. People are going to be screaming, yelling, cheering, banging on the drums, waving their flags. It's going to be an intense atmosphere. But I guess to go back to your question, I still think LAFC is the best in terms of support because, man, the the wall that they got behind their stand like yeah. it's i'm not going to i'm not saying it's like dortmund but it, in a <laughs> sense, it's like the americanized version of it okay cuz man everybody the smoke flares the chance the well look man do, look, look it, i'm going to say it. i i think i think seattle has a better atmosphere i i think if i had to choose to go to lafc or seattle as a player i'm going to seattle yeah, that's that's insane. You you tell hey, me you want to you rather move to Seattle, dude, than Los Angeles, dude. You can hear like almost every fan in that stadium singing. Yeah, I would but too if to I had played in front of sixty thousand people. I mean, but like when you when you play for for LAFC, by the eightieth minute, half the stadium's gone. Yeah, that's LA, that's just, LA that's, traffic, man. Uh, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. LA traffic. We we we, we both saw it. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sitting in that was a mess, man. Yeah. If you ever want to visit Los Angeles, don't, I guess. Do you, do you think you know? they could have, they, if they were to hold the MS Cup, they could have it at the Rose Bowl? I don't I don't see it. I think really? that was like a, a one-time one thing, thing that okay. the MLS tried. I mean, I could see them have, doing it again because the yeah. Rose Bowl game – it still it still hurts me to say it man. still hurts because man uh i mean i'm sure <laughs> if you guys have listened to us you've heard the story we day before we we're supposed to go to the rose bowl game the season opener between lafc and la galaxy canceled and guess what yeah. me and alex still went to la and guess what the weather when we got there sunny. yeah it was nice sunny yeah. it was a little it wasn't cold it was a little chilly but it was perfect and yep. that pissed me off but apparently the Rose Bowl was underwater, so whatever. But no, it'll be definitely at LA, LAFC's home. It's gonna be an intense atmosphere. Um, you know, if you guys hosted it, I don't even think you would have sold out. That's a good point. Yeah, I wonder if we would have. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we would have. Yeah, I think that was a fair point. I was trying to take a <laughs> shot at you, but I mean, it's just kind of the truth. You guys, yeah, no, it literally is the truth. You guys, the sentence is, yeah. You know, yeah, no, like at the beginning of the season, beginning of the season, it's non-existent. But like you know, as as soon as we make the playoffs, things things start to kind of change, kind of change. Even against RSL, it was still just it was so bad. But you uh, sold out yesterday. I don't even think we sold out. What's going so, on, man? I mean, like you could bring the entire Mexican national team into your team, <laughs> and you probably still won't be sold out. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. I mean, like that—that's a whole nother podcast that we'd have to talk. You know, yeah, man. Like, go into you, depth. Your stadium about that. is downtown. It's got downtown plenty of, Houston, plenty of right next to the Astro Stadium, and it made. Um, it's, it's probably more downtown than Toyota Center of uh, Houston Rockets. So the Houston Rockets still sell pretty well. So I don't even know what it is. Suck. I literally think it's just word of mouth 
than people saying the Dynamo suck. I don't know. Which like is true. I said, that's a that's a whole different podcast. But Cincinnati versus Columbus in the Eastern Conference Final, LAFC versus Houston in the Western. Who's gonna go to the MLS Cup? We'll find out on Sunday. It's gonna be interesting. Make sure you watch it. If you're gonna be in San Antonio in January to watch the U.S. national team, hit us up. Let us know. We want to talk to people. It's from the stands <laughs> for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's about fans, go. man. It's about the fans' perspective on stuff. But anyway, guys, that's all we got for today. Well, we'll catch you guys next time. And this has been from the stands podcast. See you.